0: it's Kyle coming to you from the car uh, I was going to try and record on the uh, bone conduction headphones but since the vehicle is also another bluetooth item uh, it just it, it gets confused as to what I'm trying to use to record with so whatever uh, so I'm just recording straight on the phone uh, anyway yeah, here we are. So uh, I'm on the way to pick up my daughter from a shift lifeguarding. And I thought I'd go ahead and try and record one of these real quick. So what is going good for me in my life right now? <clears throat> well, you know, I'm going to try it up. I'm, 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 I'm going to change things up a little bit here. Um, you know, I started to kind of notice today. Which is interesting because it's been going on for a few days now. But I started to notice, like, what the fuck am I so pissed about? Like, why am I so bummed out? Why am I so kind of angry and upset? Because there's really no reason for me to be. I mean, things are going relatively great in my my life, you know? Um, So why is it that I'm just unhappy you know and it's interesting so I, I got a movie that I ordered a while ago I got in today uh, I ordered on 4K Blu-ray I ordered uh, Time Bandits from 1981 not sure if you guys have ever seen that but Criterion Collection just put out a new version of it on 4K Blu-ray it's remastered from an original negative you know It looks beautiful, but I was kind of settling in to watch that after I had gone to uh, Carmen's to get some of my very favorite, even though not the greatest Mexican food, (laughs) you know, uh, kind of comfort food for me. And I was sitting down getting ready to sit and eat that and let the dogs out and back in and all that jazz. And I was like, God, you know, what am I so upset about? and it dawned on me really quickly uh yeah this coming weekend is father's day weekend so why should i be upset about that well if you've not listened to this podcast before you don't know that i have like major daddy issues (laughs) i do um and it, it runs pretty deep guys um To the point where I can't even explain why it is that I'm so bummed out and anxious and pissed and all these things at the same time, you know, but that's what it is. It's because it's Father's Day weekend coming up, even though, you know, I'm a dad, I should be happy because I'm sure my family has something planned, right? Um, so. Why should I be upset? Well, the answer is pretty simple. Uh, About 43 years ago. (laughs) I know I'm old, guys. Um, Yeah. I, I didn't have a dad anymore. Not quite 43, 42. But around the time this film came out, basically. And it just kind of all converged at the same time. And I realized, well, well, that's your hang-up, dummy. So that's what it is. But, you know, the good news is that I realized what it is. I realized why it was this, this subliminal force that was causing me to be upset and to be angry and have... Of short fuse with people that I love and things like that. That's what it is. It's fucking Father's Day, a Hallmark day. <laughs> but it doesn't matter uh, whether it's a Hallmark day or not. It still marks a time and uh, on the calendar, a time on the calendar when you remember things, right? So it doesn't matter if it's Hallmark day. Anyway... That's what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm happy I realize what it is. I'm happy that I can uh, identify it. And therefore, I can uh, begin to move away from feeling that way and not allow myself to feel that way. I mean, the next time it comes up in a year from now, or maybe it's two, three, four years from now. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Father's Day weekend. Right? So... It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Even though it's kind of a bummer this this year, it's a good thing overall. All right. Uh, I'm not going to take a break because we don't have breaks anymore. Let me go right into uh, what it is that I'm listening to right now. Well, as you know, a bunch of records came in uh, last weekend. I think it was last Thursday I received my copy of Urge Overkill, Saturation. The, the version that I have is the 25th anniversary, so it's from five years ago, of the album. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> I just want a good-sounding copy of it. I really don't give a shit when it's from. I know the 30th version, 30th anniversary version is coming out now, but it doesn't make any difference. Um, but, man, you know, I forgot how incredible that record really is every single song on that album is magical I love all of them and I've probably listened to it three or four times now all the way through and even uh, my wife has listened to it you know I've been blasting it she didn't have a choice right Uh, but I've been blasting it and she's been listening to it with me and she really enjoys it as well it's just a good album man they really struck gold in 1993 they did a hell of a job so anyway i've been listening to that one a lot uh i also received uh baloney mind state by de la soul that i ordered quite a while ago finally came in and then i received two uh of the um vinyl moon records the i think the one that i really really wanted is number 91 Uh, and I, that's, I really like that one a lot. Um, that one came in, I ordered it so that it shipped with the newest one, which is number 94, I think. Um, they both showed up Friday and I've been listening to both of them pretty much nonstop as well. So good stuff all the way around. Great music. Um, I will try and put some links in here for you guys to check out. And uh, I will try to remember that. So there you go. Uh, What have I been watching? Well, um, you know, I did watch the whole uh, documentary series of... uh, uh, It's not really a documentary. It's kind of like a docudrama because it's actors. But it's called The Days. And it's about the Fukushima uh, accident, tragedy, whatever... Uh, that took place um, about a decade ago after the tsunami uh, hit Japan after a gigantic earthquake, 9 point something. And a tsunami came and and hit uh, the coast of uh, an area of Japan that has a nuclear power plant on it called Fukushima, a town, Fukushima. And yeah, it's, it's, you can't go there now. I mean, it's radioactive. So, uh, this, this docudrama kind of follows uh, people that were there when this all went down and, and it just kind of goes over what happened and why it happened the way it happened and what everybody did to try and help keep everybody alive and safe and all those good things. And it's, it's really well made. It's actually quite beautiful. It's sad. It's depressing. It's all those horrible things. But at the same time, it's also beautiful because you see human beings doing things for people that they'll never even meet in their entire life. And in reality, that's kind of what makes us special. Um, To me, it's what puts us above most other animals on this planet. The number one thing that separates us, I think, from every other animal on this planet is our ability to reason. Um, But when you mix that with compassion and empathy, um, then you get humanity. And I think that this particular show really touches on that a lot. And it shows the pride of the Japanese and the disgrace of the Japanese. And uh, yeah... I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. it. It's it's a slow burn. It's it's a it's a little exhausting at times, but it's beautiful. Check it out if you get a chance. The Days on Netflix. Uh, what else have I been watching? I mean, not much. You know, we I think I told you guys a couple of weeks ago we went and saw the machine. Now we're talking about possibly going to Omaha this fall and seeing Burt Kreischer live. So we'll see how that pans out, but I'd love to go see that. We've watched a lot of his comedy online, on YouTube, and on Netflix and stuff, and uh, we love the guy. So, yeah, uh, we may be going to see him live. That'll be cool. Uh, And, you know, Jim Gaffigan, I've told you guys about watching Jim Gaffigan. A huge thing that I kind of started out this particular episode with is the fact that I had purchased the Criterion Collection 4K Blu-ray of Time Bandits. Not sure if you've ever seen Time Bandits. It's the second film directed by Terry Gilliam, who's from Monty Python's Flying Circus. He created all the uh, animated things in between the skits um, by hand, really, at that time in the 70s. Um, But then he kind of branched out into making films. So, uh, you know, we have Jabberwocky was his first film. Then we have time bandits and on and on and on. Uh, he did a lot of different good films. Um, 12 monkeys is one that you may recognize. Brazil is another big one. Um, you may recognize he he's, he's amazing. He's an amazing, uh, creator and yeah, yeah. Time Bandits was really special to me. I think it was the time that it came out. It was 1981. Um, it's an interesting film because it it is somewhat of a kids' film, but it's also not at all. Uh, there are a lot of jokes and a lot of things within this story that are not for kids. And um, I think when I was younger, those sorts of things appealed to me immensely. I, I I don't know if I've ever talked to you guys about this, but when I was really young, outside of my room, it was going to be my brother's room, outside of my bedroom and to the right. It ended up being a sewing room. But uh, there were some bookshelves in there, and they, there were a number of different little books on there that my mom, I'm not little, I don't know why I said that. But there were some books on there. One was The Shining, a paperback of The Shining. Um, didn't really read that. I mean, that's quite a tome. But another one, the one that I really want to kind of get at here is one that simply was called Dracula, I believe. But it's not the novel Dracula. What it was, it was kind of a green, satin-finished book cover with a red lettering, for like blood-red lettering for... Dracula, obviously, the title of the book and the author and all that information on the outside. I'm sure there was some sort of photo book cover or something that went over it. I would love to find a copy of this book again. It's virtually, I mean, I've looked, I wouldn't say it's impossible, but I've looked quite extensively online. I cannot find it. But I remember paging through that book and looking through that book. uh, And I remember specific things about that book. You know, it, it covered the the history. It wasn't really a it wasn't a book you really sit down and read. It was co- more like an educational book about the history of the character of Dracula, right? But it went all the way back to Vlad Teppel, or Dracul, uh, who was an actual real conqueror in Germany, um, who impaled his victims. He was known as Vlad the Impaler and he would impale his victims and eat portions of them (laughs) pretty bad. But there's a wood carving of him doing such things and some wood carvings of him in general at the very beginning of this book. And I remember kind of reading through that as a kid. And then it went through the entire history of the character of Dracula and movies, uh, mostly cinematic history of Dracula. And um, yeah, you know, in the sixties and in the seventies, there were a lot of crazy fucking movies made about Dracula. And there was, you know, in the sixties and seventies also, I think to me personally, I think there's always a natural, uh, correlation between sexuality and violence, which is whatever, take it for whatever you want to take it, but it, it exists. And, uh, in the sixties and seventies, it seemed those two things kind of walked hand in hand a lot, um, and in in a lot of these photographs from these films with Peter Cushing and and uh, I don't know who else in, in these stories, uh, these these cinematic yarns about Dracula, there's a lot of nudity and. Specifically one photo I remember, I don't remember from which Dracula film it was, but it was a woman lying naked like in some sort of a sacrificial rite um, on a slab of concrete with her arms bound and her legs bound uh, open and a bat lying directly on her pubic area the general theory and idea behind it was that the bat was having intercourse with her. And I know you guys are all sitting there going, Jesus Christ, Kyle, what were you looking at as a kid? Hey man, I was just sneaking in there looking at these books. I mean, they didn't know I was looking at them, you know, but yeah. And I remember seeing that shit and I remember all this correlation between um, sexuality and violence. I also remember being fascinated with things I didn't entirely understand. And uh, I think that's why I really loved the movie, The Shining, by Stanley Kubrick, which is a variation of Stephen King's novel, but definitely not actually completely like Stephen King's novel. And so many unexplained things I saw within that film. And I, I think that I really appreciated that aspect of a film that I could watch and see things happening or see occurrences within the film and not truly understand what they meant. Um, a prime example is in The Shining. There's a scene when things start to really go awry and Jack Torrance is, uh, kind of going through, or maybe it's not Jack, it might be Wendy, his wife is kind of going through the hallways or whatever. And she looks back into a room, And there is a gentleman now I know what's going on. I didn't at the time. There's a gentleman laying back on a bed with his pants undone or whatever. And it appears to be another gentleman dressed up as like a teddy bear. That's giving that gentleman oral sex. You don't really see the oral sex, but you gather. That's what it's about. Like if I played that for you now, you'd be like, oh yeah, he's blowing that guy. Right. I didn't get that as a kid. I was like, what the fuck is that? What's going on? I don't understand what this means. You know, again, that was around 1980, 1981. And, um, yeah. So I think I was really fascinated with things I didn't entirely understand, but were rather shocking to see and to comprehend visually, you know, not comprehend, but to take in visually. Um, So what's all this mean? Well, I'm getting back to Time Bandits. There's a lot of things in Time Bandits, a lot of jokes. Even watching it tonight, I didn't get these jokes as a kid. But watching it tonight, it just makes the film better for me. I mean, now I understand. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, okay, I get it. Uh, Coincidentally, (laughs) Shelley Duvall is in that film too. (laughs) And the jokes do center around sexuality with her really crazy anyway all right so that there there you go I love that movie I love time bandits I have the uh, comic book adaptation of it um, that I picked up probably five six seven years ago and uh, I've always really loved that movie so there you go George Harrison helped fund it it's a it's a good it's a good movie so I've been watching that tonight all right <laughs> Let me get off that subject. All right. What um, have I been reading? Nothing, really. I've been listening to my audio book, um, The Donut Legion by Joe R. Lansdale. It's really good. I like it a lot. Um, He's just good. He's a great writer, man. I don't know how else to put it. Been, Been listening to that one while I've been mowing and other things, cleaning, doing stuff like that. Uh, let's see. What else do I usually talk about? I don't know. Gaming, not much. I did buy the game No Man's Sky, which all I hear when I talk to people and say, hey, you know, I bought that game No Man's Sky because it was on sale. They're like, oh, that's a big game. Ooh, that's a big game, man. Big game. It is. Uh, I can tell you after playing it just for like 30 to 45 minutes, it's it's a huge game. And, uh, but I'm very interested in playing it. I'm very interested in digging into it. It seems like a game that, um, you can get as into or not into as you wish. And that, that makes me happy. I like the idea of that. So I'm going to play it a little more and I'll talk to you guys more about that later. And then podcasts, I mean, nothing really new. Uh, you guys know what I listen to. Um, yeah, nothing really new there. That's all I got guys. Uh, You know, I can tell you after watching some time bandits tonight that I'm really interested in trying to find a copy of the map to hang up. <laughs> I talked to Keith Beard about it. He's very excited about getting a copy of that film as well on 4k Blu-ray. Uh, you know, I was talking to my wife about it. She saw it was coming through Amazon. She's like, well, you why do you need that for, what do you want that for? I don't know how to explain it, honey. I can just tell you that for some strange reason, when things were lower than low in my life, that movie became very special to me. So there you go. That's what it's about. That's how I am about films sometimes. And this is one of those films, so. Sorry, guys. I know I'm getting a little weepy and sad and all that shit, but. I'm proud to be a dad and I'm proud that I'm. Doing a pretty dumb, damn good job of being a dad. But there's also a pretty rocky past to the whole thing. And. uh I don't know how many people really understand that. I know I don't. All right, guys. I know, big bummer, sorry. It is what it is, it's who I am. I will catch up with you guys next week with a new episode. Uh, I'll be getting my allergy shots again, so I'll probably talk to you after I get those. And uh, catch up with you then. But I appreciate you guys listening, I appreciate um, if you want to become more involved in it you want to discuss things more probably not much after this particular episode such a bummer <laughs> but uh, but if you do want to if you want to discuss such things and, and if you uh, have any similar feelings and you'd like to talk about them or you want to understand my feelings more I would be more than happy to discuss them with you so Keith Beard, I know you're near Navarra Beach. I hope you're having a good time, buddy. I'll catch up with you soon. And uh, the rest of you, same thing. I appreciate you guys. If you're around where I live, you're near um, the most beautiful looking lawn on our cul-de-sac for sure. Do me a favor. Get off my lawn.